award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching and listening. We're going to have a fun show for you today. It's going to be action-packed. we got the, the folks that uh, lead the Tennessee Wildlife Officer Training Academy here with us today, and we're in their classroom, so it's going to be a fun show, Don. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of fun. I'm excited to have them. We'll get to them in just a minute, but first, I want to, uh, as always, highlight a radio station. And new to the family, yeah. we've got uh, WMCH, 1260 AM, and that's uh, up in the Churchill area, up in East Tennessee, so Rogersville, Bristol, covering that area up yeah. in there, so... We are so glad to have them along, and uh, you can catch them on the way to church on Friday or on Wednesday nights, uh, 5:30 to 6 okay. is when the, the show airs there. Um, and then uh, again at 7:30, um, uh, the uh, the extras uh, air every day okay. at 7:30 a.m. So, awesome. so that we appreciate them so much. And, you can. F- find that list of radio stations on our website that's what you're looking at right now that's right uh 23 stations now across the state i guess it's safe to say we're from bristol to memphis now heck yeah pretty much yeah yeah. so that's awesome to be uh to be on that that many stations all the way across the state uh am fm stations we appreciate them that's right that's right we really appreciate them helping us get the word out yeah Get the word. Get the word out. Uh, while we're doing public service announcements, don't forget the e-store to pick up swag, uh, TWRA swag. There's some new hats coming down the line. And there's always... Uh, always new stuff. Always new stuff there. So check that out. And that's at uh, shop.gooutdoorstennessee.com. And if you want to get your license, which we encourage you to do so and get outside, that's gooutdoorstennessee.com to buy your license. That's right. Sooner the better now. Hey, 365 days. That's that right. Good, for, so. good reminder. When It doesn't matter when you buy it now. It's going to last 365 days yeah, from the date of purchase. That's great. So, awesome, awesome. Well, let's get into it. Introduce uh, Captain Andy Rush and Sergeant Dustin Deaton. Appreciate you guys being with us. Pleasure. Thank you. Thanks appreciate, for having us. Appreciate you having us in your in your uh, office here. Yeah, at, that's right. At the Welcome. training academy. So um, this is the classroom that we're in for the Tennessee Wildlife Officer Training Academy. Uh, Andy is the statewide law enforcement training uh, coordinator, and then Dustin is the statewide training sergeant. Uh, so we appreciate you guys. Uh, I guess first off, let's jump in and introduce your, your, yourselves to the folks. So Andy, I'll let you start. Tell us okay. who you are, a little bit about yourself, and kind of how you've got to where you are now with the agency. Yeah, sure. Folks would love um, to hear it. Again, my name's Andy Rush, and um, I've been with the agency since 2007, and I started out as a wildlife officer in Sumner County. Uh, my education uh, was through the University of Tennessee in Knoxville. had a four-year degree in uh, wildlife and fishery science and a, a minor in forestry. And um, I came on to TWA in 2007 as a Sumner County officer for 10 years. Uh-huh. And um, in 2017, I was promoted to uh, lieutenant uh, for Region 2 at the Region 2 office. All right. And then I moved into this position um, as a training coordinator in 2019. So uh, I've been at it a little over three years now, and we've put through um, three classes, three full classes here. Yeah. And um, we're we're in the preparations for our fourth right now. All right, awesome, awesome. Well, a lot of uh, a lot of our officers come from the, the University of Tennessee. It's a good school. They do, yeah. <clears throat> that 
seems like uh, either uh, Tennessee Knoxville, Tennessee Martin, and Tennessee Tech are the predominant ones, and we get a few here and there from uh, out of state, but uh, mm -hmm. those are the three it seems to to fluctuate uh, through every year. So you came on to the agency about the time I started working with them. So I yeah, didn't realize I believe that. so. Yeah, <laughs> yes, sir. That's cool. That's cool. All right, Dustin, tell us about yourself. Um, I'm Dustin Deaton. I started TWRA in 2012. Uh, I was stationed in Dixon County. Um, went to Tennessee Tech. Got a degree in wildlife and fishery science. Uh, you know, everybody wants to be the game warden, right? Yeah. And, my my journey went through several different states. I did some time. Um, I was in Texas. I was in Missouri, West Virginia, and then I got to come home, back to Tennessee. Uh, started in 2012 and started in Dixon, and I was in Dixon until uh, June. Mm -hmm. Yeah, June, I got promoted to the sergeant over statewide training, really uh, helping to run the day-to-day -day stuff here at the academy as well as the law enforcement stuff that's we have going on right now. So, like, in-service, oh, yeah. things like that. Um, and from there, it's just such a, a, a new experience mm -hmm. um, going from the field to the training side. And it's just a, it's a blessing for me and my family. So, I, I absolutely love it. Awesome. Awesome. So, June 2021, I guess, is what? Yes. So, yeah. So, you one county. That's, that's strange. A lot of officers will jump, you know, and move around a little bit. And you got locked into one place and stayed yeah, at home. I was, right? I was there for nine years, yeah. and, and it's just like, well, it's it's a little bit of west, a little bit of middle, so it's it's pretty much where I needed to be. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Well, um, I'm going to leave these as open-ended questions, let you guys kind of jump in, but, sure. uh, you know, first, I just want to educate uh, the folks listening and watching uh, about what the Academy is and, and kind of just a brief overview of what the Tennessee Wildlife Officer Training Academy is all about. So, um, so in the past... Uh, Officers in the for Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency uh -huh. would have to go to uh, the Tennessee Law Enforcement Training Academy, Toledo, which is in Donaldson. Uh, I believe I went for 10 weeks. It may be up to 12 now uh, for people that are going through there. And that's and all law enforcement? That it is. The state. Okay. Yes. And so that's a, a requirement to, to get your law enforcement commission. Uh -huh. And um, in 2019, we started, uh, we as in Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency, started our own academy, uh, which we're at now, at Buffalo Ridge Wildlife Refuge. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is, uh, originally it was a 20-week academy, and now we've, um, last year we increased it to a 23-week academy, which it'll be for this fourth class. And so um, it encompasses, uh, you know, we're really proud of it um, in, in the law enforcement division and, and just for the agency in general because it really um, focuses in on what a game warden needs to, um, to train in uh -huh. to be a, you know, well-rounded game warden once they get out and go into, um, into the county that they're, they're selected or uh, for wildlife managers that hold a commission as well. Mm -hmm. And so that was one thing that um, Colonel Ryder uh, at the time, you know, he wanted us to, to have a little bit more training uh, for, you know, uh, what our job entails that he didn't think that they were getting specifically um, at, uh, at Toledo. Which, which their training is fine training. Right. This is just um, just catered to, to us a little bit more. Now there, you were were you training alongside uh, uh, police officers, mm -hmm. potential yes, police we were. officers, and highway patrol 
folks. Well, Highway just... Patrol has their own academy. Oh, okay. And most uh, bigger um, metro areas have their own academy. And then for everybody else in the state, they go to Toledo. I got you. So, so. if you're, um, you know, at a smaller like Hendersonville or Gallatin sure. or, um, you know, Murfreesboro or, or any of the counties, uh-huh. they, they most likely are going to go to Toledo. I got you. I got you. And it, and it was a lot bigger class uh, there. I think, uh, I don't know about you, but uh, mine started out about 120 people. I had about 115, and it right. ended up at about 80. Yeah, and, and so mm. the, our class size here is a lot smaller. Uh-huh. Um, it, it really just fluctuates onto what the hiring capacity is for that year. But we've had um, at the low uh, class that graduated eight and at the high class that graduated 16. And so um, – you know, we we start, uh, and again, it's it's uh, 23 weeks, start in June, get done, you know, usually in November, December, and yeah. we go through everything that they need to know, starting off from knowing the uh, structure of the agency and how the agency works with our administrative directives and moving through all the Tennessee laws that they need to know, and especially focusing on uh, Title 69 and 70, which are uh, boating and, and wildlife. Right, and then we move through, um, you know, any type of criminal law and all your Fourth Amendment, Sixth Amendment, and et cetera, through uh, defensive tactics and firearms and uh, EVOC, which is an emergency vehicle operations course. Uh, do some pool work for uh, officer water survival. Uh-huh. Um, we really touch, try to touch on everything. It. <clears throat> it's listed as a basic academy, but I feel like we, we pack in quite a bit. When I see the pictures and the videos that get shown at the graduation, which we usually cover with mm-hmm. the multimedia side, you know, and uh, it's really interesting to hear the testimonies of the, the officers that are coming out, coming out of the academy and, and things they've learned. And, and I mean, just that uh, the variety of photos and videos that I see of all the things they've gone through in that 23 weeks, man, that's a huge commitment. It It's a long time. Yeah. I mean, and they live here on site. Right. And, uh, we, we're blessed to have the area we do. We're, we're on this refuge where we can go out into the woods, uh, set up scenarios, uh, hunting scenarios, uh, duck hunting scenarios, everything from deer, duck, bear. We can do everything here on site. Right. And we actually bring in instructors from all over the state who have specialties that, uh, you know, as a guy from Dixon, I didn't have a whole lot of bear hunting experience. Mm-hmm. So we bring officers and sergeants, uh-huh. uh, supervisors in that have a lot of experience in that. Same with duck hunting. We'll bring the guys from West Tennessee in who are, you know, that's their bread and butter mm-hmm. um and honestly a lot of times i get jealous because when i went through you got a brief <laughs> overview of this is what you get <laughs> right. and then you had to go out into the world and um hey this is what you got and you had to learn from there yeah they get a base of knowledge here that is uh they get a taste of everything yeah they, from walking up to uh, a bait site to doing stops on the side of the road to to everything where uh-huh. before especially with the Toledo environment where you had 115, you know, 100 people there, you maybe got one rep Mm. here. We just run them through, run them through, so they get a lot of exposure because we have a small class, uh, which is beneficial to them. And, man, they go out much more prepared, I feel, than I did when I started. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's – yeah, I mean, I'm sure that academy – it's great. I mean, it's it's the basic law enforcement training you needed. But for you guys, uh, you know, you didn't learn the wildlife side, the field stuff, until – 
going with your training officer, right? You know, Fred into the field. How well, about Fred School? We did have Fred School. <laughs> yeah, so Fred's that cool. that was like it was. Um, I was in the transit right before they made it twelve weeks. Uh-huh. Um, but that was just the brief. Hey, these, these are the laws. Uh, you already got your basic stuff out of the way, but mm-hmm. now here are the specific stuff to what we do. Right. Um, but you didn't get the reps that that it was very specific. We we did our farms, we did our DT, we did all those things again, which we already did in Toledo. Mm-hmm. But the downside to it was we didn't have it. It wasn't all the time. Uh-huh. Whereas you kind of had to you had to turn a little bit of this off and turn this on. It was just kind of overwhelming at times where now this is us yeah yeah well and i think about a wildlife officer they're driving a little bit different equipment they're you know you're you're dealing with a little bit different type of people i mean you're in the woods by yourself a lot of times uh you know coming up on folks with guns and things you there's certain training things that you need to to hone in on for you guys that maybe somebody in, you know on the streets doesn't have to deal with yeah uh, exactly you know the the guys that we tell them from day one, guys, 90% of the people you're talking to either have a knife or a gun. I mean, that's what an outdoorsman has. That's <laughs> yeah. the standard equipment, sure. right? Um, and most of those guys are great guys. No, they are. All the ones and, you're going to come in contact with. Sportsmen man, are great. In, in the 10 years I, I, I worked uh, in the field, it was very rarely that you'd ever have somebody that was um, not a happy camper. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. But knowing the dangers there that are a little bit different, but we handle ourselves – differently than you'd say a standard field officer would or mm-hmm. um, a road officer because you know our our best defense and i tell these guys all the time your best defense is talking to people why can't you just talk to people yeah and we really press that here it's, it's all about personal relationships with landowners hunters fishermen of the state and they're your best asset mm-hmm. and they will tell you where the where you need to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they don't like uh, poachers or people taking more than they're supposed to. More than they 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 don't like them more than the law enforcement guys because they're taking their their access resource, away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, and, and once you guys get into your communities, I mean, y'all you both were officers for a time, and you get to know those people, and you create those relationships with the county, and you start mm-hmm. getting to know people, and it's you know it's good, it's good. You you're you're friends with everybody, you know, and and. And you still gotta gotta be that law guy, you know. You gotta mm-hmm. set, make sure they're obeying the rules and the laws. But, but it's a it's a community, and it's I'd say it's fun. Oh, it is. I I I do miss it. Yeah. But um, I do love the training side a lot as well. It's just one of those things. Mm-hmm. And just um, you know, when you were talking about getting out into the county, uh, you know, it it transcends even just the law enforcement aspect of it for a county officer in particular because, you know. Um, you're kind of like the um, the local extension of TWRA in yeah. each county, and so yeah. you're the in a, in a lot of times the first point of contact that people have mm-hmm. for any type of question that has to do with the wildlife agency, um, regardless of if it's a poaching or fishing violation or a boating violation. And so, you know, our, our officers are are expected to be able to talk to the to the public and yeah. be able to converse on a regular basis. Um, to build those relationships, not only for um, a law enforcement uh, perspective, but just for that interaction in the community. Um, I, I know for myself, I always enjoyed going to speak at uh, Rotary Clubs, uh, speaking at uh, schools especially. Enjoyed uh, anytime I got invited to a career day through any of the numerous high schools or mm-hmm. uh, elementary schools in yeah. Sumner County. I 
I, I rarely declined to, to make that appearance. It, it was, um, I, I tried my best to go and try to promote the agency and, and speak to young young people and uh -huh. show them, uh, bring a bone box with furs <laughs> and uh, skulls and things like that. Oh, yeah. And so we're kind of a jack of all trades. And, um, you know, we, we fall back on, uh, you know, enforcing the laws, but we're expected to do uh, so much more. Sure. And so we, we try to promote those things here at the academy as well and, and touch on, you know, the community aspect and being able to um, to speak in front of people and, and how you interact, like Sergeant Deaton uh, mentioned. Yeah. It's very important. And speaking of career days, you know, there's, a, there's probably a lot of younger folks out there listening to this or, sure. or watching it that are thinking, you know, that's what I want to do. That's what I've always wanted to do. If you could um, boil it down to what what kind of preparation does a young sure. person need to, to be looking toward, you know, in the way of education and experience to uh, to uh, get themselves ready to maybe maybe apply for a an yeah. officer position. So so the base thing uh and and this is probably going to be the the thing that takes the most time and effort on on an individual's part is is completing that four-year degree. Uh -huh. And so that is a requirement um that we have uh though we we do have a, a secondary outlet for that that if you um have 10 years of experience that, that you can also qualify okay. to, to be a wildlife officer. So you could go through, um, you know, a wildlife technician uh, avenue and get 10 years of experience and then apply or um, get a four-year degree. And uh -huh. that's going to be, again, most of the time um, you get those uh, students from Tennessee Knoxville, Tennessee Martin, Tennessee Tech. And, and that's because all of them have a, a wildlife, a dedicated wildlife uh, department and uh, major, mm -hmm. and so a lot of your your land grant universities uh -huh. in in the United States are going to have those, and so if you get somebody from out of state, they're probably going to come from a land grant university as well. And so again, mine is in uh, wildlife and fishery science, and um, um, if you don't have that, you're going to have to have um, kind of a almost a minor, so to speak, uh -huh. uh, of wildlife and fishery science. Uh -huh. If you come from, um, I know one officer, he, he went to MTSU, and, and they don't have those specific programs. And so he had, he had to pull some other classes in together from different departments to make oh, sure okay. that they met the right qualifications. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then um, I'd recommend any of them uh, that are inter seriously interested in it when you're, when you're at one of those universities, to join the Wildlife Society right. and to try to stay active as best that you can within the Wildlife Society and within your major because there's a lot of opportunities that open up. And I know for myself, um, I, I did an internship my junior year and an internship my senior year. Uh, I worked for the University of Tennessee for, um, for a PhD candidate at the time, tracking elk. Uh, so I, I tried to do as much as I could to get my foot in the door. And that experience is so important, isn't it? It is. It really is. I mean, that's basically why I went around the country f to gain that experience. I graduated. Uh -huh. I, I didn't make it in the first selection, uh, first time I applied. And then that's why I ended up going to Texas at a ranch for a while. Then I went to Mingo National Wildlife Refuge, worked as a tech there, then got hired on with West Virginia DNR, building that experience building uh -huh. that experience and then basically you're building this experience where they can't tell you no right you have yeah. the degree you have the experience here i am yeah uh -huh. yeah that's a, that's good to know so some folks that are in tennessee that would love to work for twra but just 
don't happen to have that experience or can't get into that class try other states get your get your experience around and maybe you can come home well yeah. and that's one of those things that they tell you in, in school is you know wildlife jobs are, are hard to come by unless you're willing to move and right. now i wanted to stay in the south I, I'm, that's where i've always been right but i found position here i found a position here here but the goal was always to get back home, to get right? get back home where where i belong yeah mm-hmm. well um so someone who's got that degree, uh, talk us how what the process is to get uh, through, through to the academy. Uh, normally we hire around March. Is that what it is? The interview process starts around March or something like that? That's correct. And I believe you'll want to go to um, TennesseeJobs.gov mm-hmm. and uh, fill out your application there. And there may be a part of the interview that's uh, online. Mm-hmm. And then they'll invite you uh, to, I believe, two in-person mm-hmm. interviews. First round, we, second round. Yeah, first round, second round. And then those um, uh, offers are usually made sometime in May, it seems like. Uh-huh. Uh, I know this year our start date for the Academy is June the 5th. So I'd imagine uh, beginning of May they'd have those offers out because we normally have about a month buffer in between. So we got to process people and get people prepared to come in. And so I think that's about what we're looking at on the timeline this year cool so, so Mar- march to may that's good yeah so folks that are thinking about it and and kids that are maybe in their sophomore junior year in college you know be thinking ahead you know uh around march be you know when you get that senior year and we were talking before the show even start preparing yourself because the academy is tough it, it is not easy um uh, I, I i will tell you this you're not going to be out here running marathons but you need to be in decent shape yeah you were talking about pt and and and, and the academic standards earlier yeah and you know the the academic standards we we want to 80 percent anything below 80 percent we're we're like all right what we need to work on that yeah 80 percent uh, right. above that's what we consider passing um whether it's on the firing range driving track academic test it's all the same if you 80 percent or better mm-hmm. yeah um and then your pt standards um be able to run. Yeah. I mean, uh, push-ups, sit-ups, just basic, fundamental movements, you know, because when you're out by yourself, you may need to run. You may need to do some upper body strength, some mm-hmm. lower body strength. Um, these are the standards that we, we keep, and we want to set you up for success um, mentally, physically. So when you go out into the world and you don't have somebody looking over your shoulder every day, you know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you've got a great facility for that part, too. I, I, oh, we know, do. Close by, you know, just, just a few steps away from where we are right now. There's a, a nice gym. Uh, there is. Uh, or, hey, you know what, guys? Take off running. We'll yeah. see you later. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we, we do PT at, at least four days a week, usually from 5.30 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. And um, we, we expect people to... You know, they they have to pass a certain standard mm-hmm. by the yeah. end of the 23 weeks. They're, you know, they're not necessarily um, expected to be able to pass it from the first day, but they are from the time that they leave. And so we've had 37 people, um, individuals that are, that are officers in the state now, uh, officers and managers that have graduated, and all 37 of them have been able to pass it by the end of the six months. All right. Uh, but, but they did have to work for it. And mm-hmm. like Sergeant Deaton says, we don't, give anybody anything here everybody has to earn yeah uh, earn what they get and um but if people put in the time and effort 
uh, anything that we have to offer here is, is certainly accomplishable and, and has been accomplished by the 37 graduates that we've had so far. And getting back to those photos at graduation that I've seen, you know, kind of the before and after, I've seen some pretty significant weight loss on, on we, some we of the candidates. We have had that before, too. yes. <laughs> it's uh, amazing what happens when you get up every day and have to, you know, get out there and get after it. Right, uh, right. So yeah. Several uh, started with one size duty belt and one size pants and <laughs> had, to, had to finish with another size and yeah. so that, that's a good problem oh I, yeah that's a good thing any of those uh, officers that you know um have had that happen i told them we'll we'll take care of the uniform later just work on yourself <laughs> and get in the best shape that you can that's the most important thing and we'll yeah we'll get you those new pants that's a good deal yeah that's fun that's that's funny it's uh you know like don's mentioned the, the graduation ceremonies that's always cool to see those guys walk across the stage and 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 complete that and finish that part and it's it's rewarding and families are there celebrating and and congratulating them and then they're off into the field with their training officer right you have an officer that goes with them for a year so uh fto so your probationary period when you come with us would be a year long um so basically roughly half of that's going to be here okay so the rest of that's going to be with what we call an fto a field training officer and what that's going to look like is you will go to your area of assignment so whatever region you go to and there's going to be three sergeants that will be your FTOs. Hmm. So these are experienced. These guys are have been around. They know what to do. They know their job, and they know it well. Um, so they ride around, and they kind of show you what to do, and then they kind of let you start taking the reins, and then finally they just stand back and watch. Yeah. And you're being evaluated the whole time. Hey, you know, you did this really well, but look at this, or look at this. Just little pointers, just so their next encounter uh, goes smoothly goes great you know which we're out here to not only protect the wildlife but we want everybody to enjoy mm-hmm. and we just have to treat train them to to look at it like that right yeah. right uh, that's cool so that's uh that's pretty much it in a nutshell i mean from start to finish we've covered a lot of it today yeah. on on how how you become an officer in tennessee and and how you get through the academy i think um I think y'all have done a great job. You you mentioned this. This is the fourth year. Will be the fourth year. It is the fourth class to go through the the new academy and uh, the facility is awesome. Uh, y'all have done a great job getting it all together. And uh, I know it's uh, probably really special for those guys that that come through, guys and gals that come through and, and complete it. Yeah, I think so. And um, it seems like. Uh they, they develop a lot of good camaraderie and, and friendships that, yeah. you know, I'm hoping that'll last, you know, the rest of their, their lifetimes and careers. Uh, you know, we want to promote, you know, those good things here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I hate we didn't get into uh, some of the, all the details and some more details behind the classroom and, and the, the stuff in the field, but uh, it's it can be fun and challenging. And oh, absolutely. Both, both can be uh those both both things happen i mean driving trucks driving boats atvs yeah work in the field and then running and and pt and things it's a mix so if y'all are interested be thinking about uh applying you know like i said around march is when you do that and then uh get through the interviews and head to the academy so that's right we're we're waiting for you to be here yeah (laughs) Yeah. i hope to see some of y'all yeah for sure well, Don, thank you. Yeah, you bet. You uh, bet, Jason. I've guys, learned a lot this week. I, I have, too. Uh, Andy and Dustin, thank you, guys. And uh, this is Tennessee Wildcast. Uh, keep coming back, keep watching and listening, and we'll see you next time. 
Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.